these things are always amazing. Well, Andy, February in Montreal means no gigs. Oh man, no money. I'm running low on inventory. One bottle, one last bottle. We'll do it up real special. Warm gin, one last pack of ram, and... Oh! Thundertone broadcast will make it sound shocking. This is Vincent speaking. Yes! Andy, I just had a completely legit real phone call. We got a gig. There's a big Hollywood production remake of an 80s TV show. It's in the works. They got an award-winning director attached. They want us to record the theme song. Money's great. Conditions are great. They even got catering covered. On-site chef. You're going to like this. Open bar. Transport fees are covered. Portion of the back-end profits. And you know what? All the previous musicians were killed in a vicious knife attack. Oh, man. Open bar. Let's go. These are the Thundertone broadcast offices, but where are they? Let me try recalibrating Heisenberg compensators on a holographic quantum shifter. The more precise the location, the less precise the time. Time might be precisely what we're running out of. We have to stop them before it's too late. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. It, it was, it was so, it was so gruesome. They, they got, they got all over the studio. Like I mean, like all over the studio. Oh, um, sorry, sorry. Uh, I love you, mother. Bye. Oh my God! You're alive. With the sound of music, musicians. I believe you're supposed to be here. Yeah, anyway, I mean, we're from Thundertone. I heard that you had some kind of emergency recording situation on your hands. Uh, uh, hey there. Uh... Don't mind me, just making sure there's no more mess. Uh, glad you all... Well, that's weird. Uh, yeah, hi, I, I'm Vincent, this is Andy. Oh, Ryan, Johnson Ryan. I'm the building super, nice to meet you. Oh, I, I thought you were the recording engineer or something. Uh, you could say you subverted my expectations, Johnson Ryan. <laughs> and I'm Calden, uh, legal assistance, clerk's assistant. We know each other. We've been having some little itty bitty power issues. And so the audio equipment, because of that, it's not really working too well. But we could all hang out. We can all chill. We got the table, the chairs. Well, uh, I mean, Andy, we're here. We're paid by the hour. Want to talk about movies? Sure. I just saw uh, Marvel Studios' uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania. Want to talk about that? Let's do it. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Pull up a chair. Let's talk. And I haven't seen it, so I'm going to leave. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to The Breaks, our new movie and TV review show. I'm Vincent. I'm Andy. I'm Johnson. And today we're going to be talking about a new classic of modern cinema, Marvel Studios' kickoff of Phase 5, 
Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania in the Multiverse of Madness. Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyke, along with Hank Pym and Janet Van Dyke, they don't mention Cassie Lang, but she's in there too, explore the quantum realm where they interact with strange creatures and embark on an adventure that goes beyond the limits of what they thought was possible. What is possible? Who, who is possible? Failure. Mm. Oh, sorry. Would you guys uh, would you guys think of the movie? Johnson, what, we, what are your thoughts overall? Sorry, was that a little harsh? <laughs> I didn't mean to say failure was possible. I mean, failure was what they did. I've been a fan of the Marvel films for some time, and I thought this one was going to be, you know, phase five. We've, we've had some solid phase starters, and then you get to this one, and you're like, interesting. First of all, I was a little disappointed that to make them get into the quantum realm, Cassie's just like, I'm just a kid, and I built this with Grandpa. Me and Grandpappy just made a little old satellite that goes down into the quantum realm. Oopsie doodles, I guess we're all being like... Quickly, I'll say that I did not enjoy it either. Uh, I was really hoping to enjoy it because I saw a lot of the bad reviews and I was like, well, I'm hoping that like this just I'll, it'll be like flipping on its head. It's like, no, it's actually good, but I, I did not enjoy it. Uh, before we get into a little bit further on the story, do you want to give a quick uh, impression? Sure, uh, I'll give you just a little sort of context from, from where I'm coming from as well. I'm not a comic book guy. I don't, I haven't read the comic books. I don't know the lore uh, very well. I am caught up on most, but not all, Marvel TV and movies. And I really did, out of all of them, I'm not a massive fan, but I've enjoyed some of them more than others, definitely. And uh, Ant-Man, I quite liked. Mm -hmm. And the uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the second one, right. I also quite liked. So I went into this reasonably excited. I never get too excited for a uh, Marvel movie. But uh, but yeah, um, it uh, it did disappoint on that level. It, it, it uh, We can get into why later, but it, it didn't deliver on what I was hoping to get from an Ant-Man movie that I'd experienced in the past. And uh, as far as just a Marvel movie overall, um, it gave me a lot of what I've already seen before, but not as well done as I've already seen it. So overall, I was disappointed. I, I didn't hate it, although I didn't have a lot invested in it to begin mm. with. So, right. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, it, it even it even starts with the title. Uh, it really should be just Ant Man Family or something. And you were saying yeah. like Cassie's in it that she's not mentioned in the byline, and but I mean the whole family is involved, and it's actually kind of uh, an interesting premise that you're getting this whole multi-generational yeah. uh, crime-fighting team or, or it whatever. It could be like you know? Ant-Man Senior, Ant-Man Junior, yes. uh, uh, Wasp, Wasp Senior, Ant Wasp. Wasp. I guess yeah. I guess there's a daughter. She's Ant Wasp or something. I don't know. Oh, like, you know, Stinger. 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 Just Stinger, yeah. Because yeah. she's cool and hip, yeah. Colon. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Okay. Sorry, I got it wrong. It's Ant-Man 3, colon, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Ant-Man Senior and, and <laughs> Wasp Senior and Stinger. Dot, dot, colon. dot. <laughs> Another yeah. double dot, colon. Dot, dot. The old double colon. Man. And Kang. Yeah, and Kang. Plus, plus Kang. <laughs> and and Modoc. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about plot. So we, we said that the initial premise is that Cassie builds this device to, yeah. to you know get them into the quantum realm. They go into the quantum realm. Uh, it's wild and crazy. Jonathan Majors is out; is the bad guy and is out to kill people. They have to kill the big bad, or they have to stop the big bad. It's it's very, very cookie cutter kind of very. kind of thing. There's many, many levels of problems in the movie. Um, I think, just on a plot level, why did they get drawn into the quantum realm? I remember when I at the end of the film being like, "Wait, 
how did they get pulled in? Yeah. And my buddy said to me, yeah, Modoc did it. And I was just right. like, oh, that's weak. I felt like these were just, just sort of uh, quick and easy tools for them to get to what the point yeah. was, was to get to the world. That, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and they yeah, could yeah, do all yeah. Their, yeah. their adventure story. But e even the machine that Cassie built, I have not a clue what its function no. was. No, no, she no. She said something about Hubble. Uh, a map. Yeah, there's yeah. A, it's like a mini Hubble space telescope in the quantum realm, but then it's like she's going to build a map and she would have been able to find her mom. Like a satellite for deep space, but quanta. Like a satellite for deep space, but the thing I don't understand is we've already been told that you can travel through time with the quantum realm, but then Kang is down there and wants to be a time traveler, but somehow can't travel through time in the quantum realm, even though we've been explained that the quantum realm was how they traveled through time in the past. The character lives in the quantum realm is outside of space and time but we've used the quantum realm to travel through time. Like you've previously established that sure. universe. That to me just seemed weird. Maybe it's something where earlier they would have had to build up more about how, how difficult and dangerous it is to do this and that it fails many times. Like if they had people who right. tried to do it and failed and died. Exactly. You know what I mean? Then, I mean, that was one of the, the, the problems with the Infinity End War thing. Oh, now they can just travel through time. And, right. Like, doesn't that just fix everything? So they have this limited resource that they only, you know, blah, blah, blah. But then in this movie, apparently they have tons of pin particles. So, <laughs> so Everywhere. Like, growing what? on trees. Yeah, you know. Hope has that new company. You could pick it off of a branch. It's yeah. Ridiculous. So, yeah. So they're, they're, but, you know, I, uh, for me, I'm like, yeah, not consistent. I'm willing to let that inconsistent. Because otherwise, the character, you have to completely redefine the character and their abilities and, and everything, which could yes. be interesting, but it's a much bigger, you know, yeah. demand. Yeah, and I'm, I'm coming with the luggage, the, the baggage of knowing Kang through the comic books and knowing sure. he's like a time travel genius. So it, feel, it felt weird to see him not understand this one realm that's been shown to be time travel related. He can't figure it out. But so it, let's talk a little bit about backstory. There were several moments in this movie where I was like, man... I wish this was a Disney Plus series. Because mm. when they talk about the whole years and years where Michelle Pfeiffer oh, is, yeah. is a renegade and like Kang is building up his empire, I'm like, that could be a awesome. None of that was shown. That was all revealed in this movie, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and, and, and just <clears throat> in case I'm wrong, it was a bit of a reveal that the quantum realm itself was populated. Yes, even right? that is. That's yeah. a big reveal, because yeah, yeah. at least for, uh, in terms of the movies. Exactly. Um, Anything I've ever seen in the quantum realm, it's really uh, desolate. Yeah. Yeah. There's not much going on, and she's seen, yeah. uh, from my understanding, she was, that she was there, like, really alone, really, like, yeah. solitude, you know, a lot of uh, solitary, and then made her, you know, made her way back in the other movie and all that. But, surprise, there uh, are whole cultures. Yeah. And all these alien so, species. So, yeah? so here's this thing. Like, imagine we had a 10-episode quantum mania series. Mm -hmm. yeah. The first three episodes are Janet Van Dyne solitary, trying to survive. Or maybe in the fourth episode, she meets some locals. Locals, you know, developing it, meeting yeah. Kang, the, 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 he's starting to take over and then develop it. Like, this would be like an epic story that should be Quantum told. Quantumania the show. Yeah, yeah especially you know I mean? the Freedom Fighter side. The like, there's a whole fighters, story you know, there of like, yeah. 
Yeah. You fought wars against yeah. it? Like, that's kind yeah. of interesting. Then for it to be a two-bit line in a bar is not really only, weird. Not only a two-bit line, but the most annoying, like, script-writing crutch of, like, why won't you tell us what you did? I'm not going to tell you. Oh. I'm not going to. No, we're not going to. I'm going to talk. No. I I'm, hated that. How long does it take to travel from here to you? I've got two hours to travel. Can tell them what you did. In the last I hated time. that. <laughs> I, I see what you're saying, Vincent. And I, and 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 one thing that I did enjoy about this movie was uh, that I'm a real sucker for is all this inventive and imagine uh, imaginative for that. You know, all the production design, all these people, these creature designs, all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, the the glass cylinder head guy. Yeah. yeah. The bass. I love that character. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. so bizarre, and that's that's really fun stuff. But there was so much of it. It was just so so much of it that I. Could see that and and not explained or explored. I could see that drawn out and and uh, sort of fleshed out over time. The problem that I see with a, a ten uh, episode series, for example, is that I really, honestly, just hated the world. Right, the, right, right, right. Particularly right. for Aesthetic? the backgrounds, it was exhausting. Like yeah. it's not yeah. enough to have a dozen new types of spe- you know, uh, alien species. Quantum, uh, you know, uh, yeah. beings or whatever. But then there's just all this crap in the back that's just yeah. like, and it and it didn't particularly look all that great. It's no. clearly CG, right. and it was it was exhausting for that. It was, it was like it was like visual noise for a yeah. lot most of the movie. Yeah. yeah. And when I, they did get back to 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 the normal world or whatever, regular sized world. Yeah. It was so shocking and such a breath of fresh air. He's walking down the street there, giving his yeah. little narration yeah, yeah. stuff. I was like, oh, thank God, we're out of there. Like. Yeah. It's exhausting. Anyhow, that was—I I think that was possibly one of the worst green screen sure. usages yeah. in a Marvel film. Wow, yeah. at least in my opinion. Yeah, because I've seen all of them so far, and I've never seen something look. It feels like someone told somebody to just pollock it. Just throw all the colors <laughs> you can in the background. And we're going to just kind of put people in front of it moving around. And did, did you ever see this Key and Peele uh, episode, or the skit about Gremlins 2? Yes. They're the yes. script fixer? Yes. Right. He comes in, he's like, who's got a crazy idea? And they're like, what if we had a bad Gremlin? He's like, it's going to the script. And that's how Hulk this Hogan. movie felt. Yes. <laughs> yes. When it came Shove to the background yeah. and the like design, it really did feel like someone was just like, Okay, we're just gonna have we're gonna have a scene in a bar. Okay, how do we want the background to be? And then just verbal diarrhea, yeah. the idea of what the background could be in, and no one said, maybe we should cut back. <laughs> exactly. You know, Tone it Co- down a touch. What is it yeah. that Coco Chanel says before you go out, you take off one accessory? Yeah. That was one of those situations where it's like, guys, take out two two things, three things for the background. Yeah. It was heavy. It was heavy. Yeah, it's a lot. So. I, I found it <laughs> found it tiring. Just yes. overall, you know, yeah. just for the eyes and uh um, and it, it made me kind of just not uh, uh, less engaged with mm-hmm. with what was happening plot wise as as little as there was you know uh, at least I guess for somebody that knows the lore a little more and and uh, maybe I missed a couple things a couple movies or whatever but but for me it felt super super thin it was just it was just an excuse to have a big big battle down there you know talking about great character designs and all this kind of thing I want to there's a couple of movies I want to bring up that are examples of how not to fail at doing what they did in, in Ant-Man. Hmm. And the first one is Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok, yeah. wild, crazy. In fact, I feel like it was almost a template for this movie because in place of um, Jurassic Park guy, uh, the fly 
Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> in place of Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Love in place it. of Jeff Goldblum, we've got uh, Ghostbusters guy. Uh, Ghostbusters Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Oh, oh my there gosh. Go. Ghostbusters guy. There we go. So, Paul sorry. Wait, no, no, that's, so, no, he's Caddyshack guy. <laughs> ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Boy, <laughs> so, you know, you've got the, the wacky whatever, who is severely underused. Uh, I feel yeah. sorry for him. I don't know why he accepted this. Uh, but anyway. Work is work, baby. The work is work, I yeah. guess. But, you know, uh, Whatever. Anyway, so Thor Ragnarok does a great job of introducing completely off the wall, very comic book type characters, like those really yeah. wild designs, you know, yeah. introducing those kinds of things and giving them enough character development and enough personality and whatever that you're like interested in them. Whereas this, as much as we liked, uh, you know, the, the headcanon guy, yeah, what's his character? Right, well, the, the yeah. freedom fighter girl. What's blasty, her blasty? Yeah, and then, the character and then of, the, of the freedom fighter girl. What's the character of the the guy who has no holes? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they have a joke, but what's their yeah. character? Are they selfish? Are they? Uh, you know what? What are they? Well, the mind reading guy. guy. What's his character? William John yeah. Harper. He, he has a role. He mind reads. No. Yeah. He has no character. Yeah, and then um, which is sad. Great actor, by the way. Yeah, yeah, and the the glass cylinder head guy. Yeah. Like, he dies, and I think we're supposed to feel something about that, yeah. right? Because, oh, I'd seen him before. Yeah. I guess that's the reason why we're supposed to feel something, you know? And it's funny, I felt, the only thing I, I felt... I guess we're in spoilers. We're in spoilers! Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, we're in spoilers! Spoiler territory, sorry. <laughs> the thing we were supposed to feel was, oh no, that action figure I'm gonna buy. <laughs> like, that's that moment of, like, they popped the head off the action right. figure. Yeah. So so I I have a couple of takes on that, but I'll, I'll, I'll keep it brief. Yeah. Um... It's a PG movie, yeah. right? <laughs> Yet they want to have a scene where a guy's head explodes, mm -hmm. right? Now, so they're like, how far do we have to go to make it acceptable? So first of all, it can't be a human. No. <laughs> you know, there can't be blood. Mm -hmm. There can't be this. There can't be that. We'll see the beam going into his head, but we won't see the explosion, and then we'll see the body fall. You know what I mean? It's really like yeah. master class in how to get a PG rating mm -hmm. on, your, on, yeah. your, on your head explosion, you know? Mm -hmm. This is not scanners, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But uh, but anyway, yeah, I just, I think there's a lot similar with, with Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I guess we're in full, full spoilers now. Is it, I mean... We fell into it. Just like into they it. fell yes. into failure. <laughs> <laughs> if we're going to start with spoilers, I think it's fair to discuss that we're at a point now where Scott Lang as a character has gone through so much, you know, uh, and now I think he is happy to ride on his laurels a bit because mm -hmm. you do have that scene where they're at the kitchen table and his daughter's just like, hey, you're a hero. You fought for people. You fought to... And he's just like, yeah, I saved the world. But now he's not doing anything else. Mm -hmm. He's they just selling his book. Yeah, yeah. You don't even make it sound like he has a job. It sounds like he's just doing a book tour. Mm -hmm. He's in the relationship with Hope, but it, she's running a huge yeah, Fortune 500 company. Yeah. The daughter is an activist. Grandpa and grandma are back in their wonder years together because they were separated for so long. So what's he doing? And all we kind of saw was, I'm just a man about town. I saved the world. I'm cool. I'm living my best life. I have a book out. People are, you know, hand high fives everywhere. Yeah, they love him. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt like that was an interesting thing for to see Scott because, and again, I come with the baggage of being a comic book fan. The character does have a bit of an ego in the comic book, but he's also, he was a thief. But like, not like a happy-go-lucky, oh, look at me. I got caught stealing. He was like, no, I'm, a, I'm an a-hole. 
and I rob people and this is who I am and he he's actually not that redeemable in my opinion in the mm. comics. So I found it very interesting that they made this character more redeemable and then started to challenge him with like, hey, your daughter is out here being like, it's cool that you saved the world, but there's still problems. Like, what did you save the world for? Mm. There's people who are homeless because of the blip. What are you going to do next? You brought them back. Cool, but bringing someone in back from the dead, but then leaving them in the streets doesn't help them. And I thought that was an interesting commentary. Mm -hmm. And that was the last interesting commentary yeah. the film had in my opinion well, they, it, it just give, it raises a bit of stakes it gives a right. a framework for him to to go out and be the the hero and right. and when he ultimately succeeds uh you know feather in his cap and uh, yeah. and the daughter's all proud of him now yeah you know? so there's a there's like an emotional stakes there a little bit like he but but not explored or, or really set up with any depth enough for it to really resonate like no. it works on paper but it didn't mm work, you know, internally, for me yeah. at least, yeah. Agreed, mm -hmm. yeah. agreed. Felt really thin. I think, you know, one of the things you mentioned was how much you liked the first two mm -hmm. Ant-Man movies, which mm -hmm. I also enjoyed, uh, and uh, the idea of sort of a redemption arc of smaller stakes, you know, all this kind of thing. I think, I mean, this is a greater MCU kind of issue. Um, the problem that they had, which uh, I haven't seen them solve yet, is... They raised the stakes all the way up, up up until Endgame, right? They kept raising the stakes, raising the stakes, raising the stakes, raising the stakes. Finally, we're going to go with killing half of the population of the universe, yeah. right? And that's how far we're going. Yeah. Has the stakes been dropped since then? And the answer is no. And they still are trying to get, like, now it's like, Okay, uh, instead of destroying the universe, we'll destroy all universes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, that is, you true. know, like yeah. everything, it's like getting bigger. It's like, man, I would love a return to just like Ant Man. Like, instead of, uh, you know, we talked about multiverse, the Spider Man. Again, many Spider I would like to see a Spider Man movie where he's just beating up people, stealing money from old women, and like all this kind of, like that, he doesn't have to be the next Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like a much smaller stakes, and, and it's, it's, uh, it's a, it, there isn't a, a, a good result to this of going bigger and bigger and bigger. It's just, we lose, like you just said somebody died and you felt nothing about it. It's like, we're losing the sense of drama. So if mm -hmm. you bring it back to smaller stakes, then you can build it up again. Right. You know, you were talking about backstory and all this, like, uh, I don't think Andy has seen all of Loki. And, I have not seen all I, of Loki. I would assume that uh, the majority of people watching this movie have not seen all of Loki. Oh, you know? interesting. Well, I True. mean, not everyone yeah. is you're that right. hardcore. I mean, you're you're hardcore. There's a into, lot. You know? There's a lot to consume. Yeah, you know? that's fair. Between that's fair. like the movies are one thing because you, uh, you get what often two, three a year, something like that. Something yeah, like that. Three is yeah. too yeah, much already. Yes. You know? Yeah. you know, I mean, that's reasonable. It's doable for 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 me at least. And but then. Oh, want to tack on another, what, you know, maybe 80 hours of television, you know what I mean, with all the different series and stuff, yeah. and like, yeah. if I'm not really loving it, trust me, you know, like, there's there's other stuff I really yeah. do want to get into, you know what I mean, so. So, so getting back to, like, writing and, and all this kind of thing, like, and offloading, mm. you know, I, I really find it ridiculous that there was no sort of uh, uh, context given for Kane. It was just yeah. like, oh yeah, he did this, he did this. Like, you know, we, we saw it yesterday and, and it was like, I, I don't know, like, what, what are his powers? Like, I don't know, what is he, like, you have right. no sense of what he's about, you know? Uh, and uh, that's just, oh, well, we did in the Disney Plus, so we're fine. Man. True. True. And yeah. a little montage, a little something. I mean, also, it, from a business point of view, if they did some, like, uh, flashback sequences 
to the Disney Plus show, yeah, people he, be like, oh, this, that's what's on Disney Plus? That looks great. Yeah. I want to see this. I want to get it. So it also makes sense from a business point of view. I think it's just, uh, like, it's just a bad artistic, dis- I mean, there's so much that Jordan crammed in this movie, but I think it, it could have been handled in a more uh, cohesive way. I yeah. think there's a lot to explore in terms of Kang. There's yeah. a lot to explore in terms of the the quantum realm. You right. Know? And these feel like uh, squandered opportunities, you yeah. know, missed opportunities. You know? You'd mentioned, you know, er- Early on, there, like you're not sure who the, maybe these movies are for, right? Yeah, that was a question. I, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I really, I really wonder that myself because, right. okay, we, um, you know, if we're going to create all these spinoffs to, to uh, these television shows to explore, you know, even more deeply because the thirty something movies haven't, you know, been enough, you know, to explore further into this world and, and indiv- individual characters and their origins and all that stuff, you know. And then you got the movies that are giving you all this, like, like you say, these massive massive um, sort of scope things every single time. Really, like, unless I'm really invested in the world of Marvel, you know, there's not much for me to go on because mm-hmm. I know now what I'm going to get out of every single Marvel right. product. Yeah. It, it has the same feel. It has the same look. It has pretty much the same tone. You know, there's not a lot of um, sort of individual uh, space for for a director's vision or whatever. And it is very possible. Look at, say, the movie Logan, you know? Mm. Completely different. Uh, James Mangold, I think, you know, and and, and took it in just a wild tone that I never expected from an X-Men, you know, thing. Mm. Like, super bizarre. Fantastic film, too. Yeah, super good, you know? And and there are, uh, you know, some some other examples. Uh, Just in even the superhero realm, like, uh, and the idea of of powers, I mean, they're just so. Just everybody's got powers now, and you know that you just they're going to be throwing each other against buildings for about an hour long. Right. There was a movie I saw. I think it's called The Innocence. It's um, um, about these kids. I believe it's Norwegian, Scandinavian. There, there are these kids, like young kids, five or six years old, living in this uh, apartment complex in, in. I think it's in Norway. Okay. And uh, and it turns out one of them has has powers, and you know, oh, wow. no, she, she she drops a rock, and he's like five years old, and he just. Makes it go sideways. As oh, drops cool! Novels. But then he—he's—he's he's got a really bad, char- like, pretty nasty character, and Uh-oh. it becomes this battle, and it's like this—it's dark, it's—it's it's on the horror tip, but like something completely different that explores uh, the idea of of superpowers. Well, Brightburn, right? The yeah, Brightburn's uh, a Bright good Burn? example. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's the other one where those uh, um, those teenagers uh, they're I'm, flying around? Uh, Chronicle. Chronicle. That's Chronicle. what I was looking up. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there's Fantastic so- Four director. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of a lot of uh, um, you know evidence and or. or um, a lot of cases where where they would do something, you know, yeah. uh, allow some some interest and some some personality into them. Yeah. But that is not what's happening with Marvel. From from my point of view, it's cookie cutter, you know. Yeah. And they'll yeah. take, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. find the young yeah. and upcoming directors, but then like, no, 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 you don't get to be you. We're gonna pay you big. Yeah. But you gotta make it Marvel. And oh, but that's it, in, know? that's entirely intentional. It's it's like no, no I you know, know, but I'm saying it you know, leaves it leaves. Almost like I, I'm not excited anymore. No, no, I'm no, not excited no, no, no. for a Marvel movie no, 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 anymore because no. I know what I'm gonna, it's going to be. Right, every and and time. I can see like at some point being like, oh, they're getting like uh, Chloe Zhao from Nomadland yeah. to do a Marvel movie. I, what is this going to be? Mm-hmm. And now we've had that happen enough times that we're like, 
I know what this is. Yeah, exactly. You know, I guess I've talked about this in the future because the episode has not come out yet. But I talked about how a lot of 22 to movies uh, are a kind of cookie cutter. And that's this thing that there's no recognizable style. Mm-hmm. You can't tell, like, if, if I show you, fi- like, if, if we somehow chopped out this part of your memory and I showed you, like, five random MCU movies, I'm like, who directed these? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Based on their previous. Filmography. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you cannot tell me. No. Yeah. Whose eye? Whose style is there's it? There's a little yeah. bit. The Chloe Zhao uh, reference is. Uh, or, you think uh, you can uh, tell from? Not not no. specifically, but I'll I'll say that that had a tone that was maybe okay. a little okay. unique. Okay. I would have said that. Uh, is it uh, Thor Ragnarok had a certain tone? Yes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know. Guardians but of the Galaxy, yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like they're, they're, it's, I'm not saying it's totally like yeah. you know they're, they're completely like muzzling their directors or, their, yeah. or, or whoever in their vision, but, but it's but like who, you say. Who directed Spider Man? Who directed uh, the Avengers: Age of Ultron? Like you know, like yeah. Yeah. there's and, no and, style. Ant Man and the Wasp: Colon Quantumania. Yeah. I can tell you that that it, it had. From from my eyes, zero personality that wasn't exactly MCU the whole way through. You yeah. know. Yeah. By the way, I have another title. So, Ant Man three colon, Ant Man family dash, how Ant Man got his groove back. <laughs> <laughs> plus, plus Kang. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> how Ant Man got his Kang back. Yeah, oh. <laughs> oh, yo, man, you know who you should be working for? Hey, Marvel, I got Marvel? somebody. Yeah, Marvel, anyone? anyone? I have no sense of style, so and I like money, so come, come talk to me. I'm a first-time director. <laughs> I have no sense uh, of style. But I got tons of titles. Yeah, Just titles. Yeah. I got titles. Yeah. I got titles for it. Yeah, these villains with the the uh, the blue face villains, right. right? Or the the sort of soldiers, the evil soldiers of. Were King. they human? Who knows? See, that's what I'm saying. If they, we could have removed uh, <laughs> a handful of elements that were unnecessary and just yeah. sort of noisy and taken the time and the focus to just sort of like dig into like what what are they? Are they are they replicants? Are they, right. are, you know, like some sort of weird clone? Are they brainwashed? Did, did he invent them? Like who knows? It's a quantum realm. Right. Anything's possible. Maybe. I don't know. Right. I kept thinking maybe it's Never people that he's in his prisons that he's putting in these suits that they lose control, like, but we never see it. No, it's not explored at all, and therefore they're n- not, uh, like, I'm not engaged with it. They're no. not scary. They're not no. threatening. They're just grunts with guns, just that, with almost, like, no intelligence at all. Right. They're just, like, they're, they're automatons or yeah. something, you know, because there's no, no personality whatsoever. And that makes for bad villains. Like, bad really does to me. And about the villains, you know, the the, the villains in this movie, uh, aside from Kang, like, they, they had next to no personality. It would be interesting for them to have, again, sort of pared it down and focused on about three or four sort of villainous characters that had a lot of personality and, and sort of uniqueness to them and how they maybe worked together, what the hierarchy was, why they do what they do for Kang. And right. the only one, I think, that I can think of that stood out was... Um, uh, Darren and his yeah. and his and his new title is what Modoc. again? Modoc. Modoc. You know who who was basically played for laughs, right? For the whole thing, and and uh, they really milked that joke of the weird stretched head, uh, too giant much. head, too, uh, much. too much. And it was it was humorous and a very bold choice. You know, the yeah. first time they showed, it, it was like, oh, right on, guys. Like that's that's pretty crazy of you. But then they milked that and milked that and milked that, and then you know, I I didn't understand his motivation at all for. Like going on the warpath to like kill these people, 
Uh, aside from, you know, I, I know there was history. I lost and all to this. them, so I'm angry. Exactly, and he's angry and, and, and all that. But then, even more confusing, is that he gets the shit kicked out of him, and I guess that's enough for him to totally turn coat. Yeah. And now he's like, at least I died in Avenger. You yeah, know, like, yeah. like how did this, how did these, this like change of, uh, this betrayal happen and this change of alliance? Like, I don't get it. A teenage girl called you a dick. So you completely that's changed right. Right. your allegiance? That's right. What don't be a dick. Oh, you're right. I, oh yeah, I am a dick. Like, you know, me killing all those people yeah, before yeah, yeah. didn't tip me off yeah. to, to my, I, my assholery. But uh, yeah, no, that confused the the lights out of me and and it again it's just it just uh it, it feels like the writing was um in the service of checking boxes to yeah. make a plot yep. fit together rather than tell uh any sort of meaningful story mm -hmm. you know yeah because they needed someone so later on when kang is using his force field they needed someone to be able to break the force field and the only thing you could do was to show that modok has now turned on him, and the only reason he turned on him is because of something a teenage girl said to him. Yeah. And that's, again, very much to what you were saying, Vince. It's all these connecting the dots. Like, yeah. we know we need someone to break his shield. That's going to be MODOK. How do we get there? This, you, this, you, this, this. You can see the glue and duct tape. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. see it. You can yeah. see it. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. Um, and, and the other thing that annoyed me about that whole ending is, like, all the way up, like it's got this thing. I don't know why I'm relating so much to other movies today, but this okay. there's this great movie called The Third Man with Orson Welles. Classic, classic movie. It's often given as an example of how to build up a character without seeing the character. Oh, and so the entire first half of the movie, people are talking about this third man that okay. was somewhere and how important they are and whatever. And that's what you get in this, where they're like. The, the 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 guy I forget how they refer to him but the guy is looking for you he's he's you left us to the guy you know they just keep oh. saying yeah. that and then they, building at up, one point and they, then, they divulge oh it's the conqueror but they don't say right exactly right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah yeah and then it's finally revealed so that's like you know third man finally Orson Welles makes his appearance you know it's like <gasps> and you just feel like he just did the greatest performance ever even though he's he, done nothing oh that is nothing, that is cool right? yeah and that's the point it's like you build it up so that when the character appears it's like Oh my God! It's the guy, yeah. the reveal, you know, the big yeah. reveal, mm. and so he's he's so fearsome from the beginning, and I thought that was very good, mm. and then he even mentions like, wait, have I killed you before? Like, yeah, I, yeah. I've killed Avengers, I've yeah. killed, you know, the guy with the axe, you know, all this yes, kind of thing. That was, and then he like gets that. defeated by a bunch of ants and okay. the joke character. Okay, that's what okay. takes him down. I was so <laughs> upset to see him get carried away by ants because. You, like you said, they... Sorry, sorry. He gets defeated not just by ants, but by confused grandpa, grandpa's ants. Yeah. Grandpa Pappy Pim... <laughs> exactly. Sorry. Comes in... No, but that's it. Grandpa Pappy Pim shows up with an army of ants that are... By the way, again, tech time travel has been... They, a time dilation happened that caused the yeah, ant okay. farm yeah. that Did they had. Did anyone say Deus Ex Machina? <laughs> like, but that's, see, that's the thing. See, this is what I was talking about that bothers me as to why Kang doesn't under can't do anything with time travel. But these ants somehow had yeah, a yeah. thousand year dilation and created a technocratic super something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Like, <laughs> and then, but, but. Poppy Pim shows up, and for some reason, ants that are not immortal, multiple generations, 
What, did the story of Pappy Pim get passed down through the ants? Like, why did the ants now, a thousand years later... Uh, but you know what? what you just said That would have been great if they had, like, a monument to their right? their memory of Pappy Pim that they'd built out of, like... That but that's the great. thing that, like, I remember thinking, because, you know, they kept showing him with his hearing aid, like, being like, right. I'm hearing sounds, and I'm like, it's the ants. I know, like, <laughs> in my head, I was just like, I get it, it's the ants. And then when they finally did the reveal, I'm like, but why would, like, when they explain because i thought it was the ants now but no they explained that it's a thousand years has passed for them from that moment on i was just like why do they know who you are oh, anyways yeah. that was something that drove me and then for those ants to show up and, and save the day yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that drove me insane the funny thing is the uh the hearing aid i was like oh man michael douglas is really old <laughs> I, I didn't think it was part of the plot <laughs> andy what's your recommendation on this one uh, would I recommend this movie? Um, for people who are not uh, really into Marvel movies, I would say no. You That's can fair. skip it. Uh, there's a lot of other great movies to, to spend your time on. If you are a Marvel fan, well then you have to see it. You don't have a choice anymore because you won't understand what's going to happen anywhere else going forward. That's funny. Yeah, yeah you have to see That's it. That's funny. Yeah. Brian? I would say if you are if you have the time, read the comic books. Mm. Honestly, right. get like the subscription for Marvel Unlimited, and not that they're paying us, but hey, maybe one day Marvel. <laughs> but like the you know, read some of those back issues. Read some stuff on Kang because the character is really interesting. And cool. and Scott Lang in the comic book is kind of a jerk and, and far more interesting to me in my opinion than, than the the cinematic version. Uh, and much to like Andy said, if you are a fan of these, you will want to see this movie. And, even if it's not the greatest thing, and if you're not a fan, this is not the point to jump in. This, the, if if like the, there's a whole generation of kids who didn't necessarily grow up watching all these movies, mm. and if this is one of their earliest Marvel films, I, I would feel so sad for them because this is not a good example of what Marvel had tried to build so far. So I would say skip this one, wait till later, watch it another time, go back and watch some of the older stuff, get reacquainted, fall in love with the franchise again, um, and then maybe don't see this one if you don't have to. Mm. Read the, read the wiki page. Yeah, that, that might do yeah, it. That read the wiki enough. page. Good, good, good point. My recommendation is to see this movie. Go see this movie. I forget which one is my camera. Go see this movie. <laughs> Go with friends. Buy multiple tickets. <laughs> Go see it multiple times. <laughs> make it a huge success so that Marvel thinks, we should make more movies like this. And this will help accelerate the demise of Marvel because people don't want this. And we'll get back to having movies other than Marvel, Star Wars, and horror movies in theaters. So please accelerate that demise so that we can move on from this time period. That's right. Uh, but uh, you know what? We gave I gave away our plan. <laughs> yeah, episode That's one. Buddy. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I don't recommend it. Anyway, um, thank you for tuning in to another episode. Sorry if I'm being insensitive, but the other musicians that were killed in a knife attack, what happened there? Oh, uh, they never found the killer. It was really gruesome. We were talking about a lot of insides on the outside. Oh, uh, this is getting really bad. I better go check the breakers in the basement. <laughs> Man, this is really messed up. I wonder what happened here.
This is the studio. Did we arrive on time? No, goddammit, we're a day early. They haven't even arrived yet. Goddamn quantum shifter. Let me recalibrate this thing. Did you adjust for temporal drift? Yes, 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 uh -huh. yes. Give me a hand over here. What the hell? 